your dreams, they're straight up gold Live your life, that's what I was told New ideas, they don't exist So I guess I'll just be average Welcome back everyone to episode 10 of Scratch Track we have made it 10 episodes. We're in the double digits. <laughs> oh no, I should have got an air horn or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like a party, uh, what are those called? Like a party uh, horn, I guess? Vuvuzelas. What? Those are the th- air horns at soccer games. Oh. oh. No, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I was thinking like, just like, uh, uh, one of the, they extend out and they go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They make like a dead cat noise. <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't know what to call that noise. It's a... It's like a horn, yeah. but it's not a horn. No, what are those things called? They're like Party the little... something. Mm, if you've made it this far, <laughs> I applaud you. Well, this is our 10th episode, so I... You know what? Give me 10 Hail Marys and uh, <laughs> 10 Mary Had a Little Lambs, uh-huh. and uh, we'll call it even. All right. For listening to us. Um, Send care of... Uh, scratch track and Jesus, <laughs> yeah, CC Jesus in the email. Wait, uh, sure. Yeah, I was, no. uh, I was thinking like a package. You don't write care of in an email. <laughs> I don't even know what care of means. I don't, I don't even know what package C- thing. I don't even know what CC means. Uh, carbon copy. It does. I'm pretty sure. So, is when Han Solo was frozen? <laughs> yeah, he was in carbonite. <laughs> Was, was uh-huh. Boba Fett like, I'm going to CC this, yeah. this mofo. Well, he didn't copy him, but he, yeah. Ooh, that would be a great plot twist if that was a carbon it, copy of Han Solo. Sure. And there's another one running on. That's what young Han Solo oh, no. should be about, is yeah. his carbon copy. Uh-huh. The, uh, the, 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 the adventures of carbon copy. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> it's like a superhero. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an indie, it's like an indie comic superhero. Mm-hmm. I like that carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, you heard it here first. Don't steal our ideas, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this carbon copy comes out two months. Oh wow! Yeah, fast turnaround. Christmas twenty seventeen. Um, I was at sixteen. Ooh. Do you have a name? <laughs> Did you introduce yourself? Oh, I did not. Uh, (laughs) What's your name? Who are you? Who are you? I don't know. I don't know yet. Carbon copy is all I have. Uh Um, As always, I am Darren Lammers. I'm Kyle Dykema. Uh, And this, as we have said, as we've said, this is our 10th episode of Scratch Track. So cheers. Cheers. We made it. We're drinking uh, whiskey. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm, Firewater. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) This is... um, Not fireball whiskey. Oh, No. I uh, I think I'm done with that for a while. The yeah. last wedding I went to, we uh, we drank a whole one. We it was not me. I was in a part of this. No, I sorry for for the listener. I was in the uh, the bachelor party, the bachelor group, the groomsmen, the that, bachelor gang, that, the bachelor gang, <laughs> the bachelor brothers. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was part of the groomsmen, and after the wedding was over, we all when we all. Um, recessed and went back into the house uh mm-hmm. the bridesmaids were there with a jug of fireball that they said we had to finish before we could go back out to the party which, a jug um a, a decent sized bottle okay a, i mean it might as well have been in one of those old timey jugs with like the triple x on it sure. that you saw in like the, the like the weird hillbilly uh-huh. shows yeah um because and it was awful and um i mean yeah. i do like how it makes my breath taste like cinnamony afterwards. Like I feel very fresh afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Like my soul is very tainted. Yeah. And it doesn't, honestly, it kind of, 
Does your breath feel fresh? I feel like it kind of just oh. feels like you... I don't know. Like, cinnamon isn't a fresh breath smell, is it? I mean, I my I mean, I'm just deceiving myself. My breath is probably not that fresh, <laughs> right. but I, guess, I think yeah. I think it just reminds me of cinnamon toothpaste. Sure. So therefore, okay. yeah, yeah, that's fair. I feel fresh. I mean, if I went up to somebody at a wedding and said, "How's it going?" <laughs> and just breathed in their face, I'm sure it would be a very uh, hard sell to convince them that I wasn't brushed, I wasn't drinking, but brushing my teeth. I uh, I just feel like it kind of makes your mouth just like coated in some kind of sugar. Yeah, it's oh. maybe. Well, just thinking about it just makes me real. Um, so, ten episodes. Ten episodes. That's uh, twenty weeks. As we do, yeah, just about one every two weeks. Also, uh, there isn't a person just sitting in silence waiting for us to introduce them. We don't have a guest. No, so we should probably say um, every ten episodes we are going to just. Do a an, hard reset. Yeah, we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, all that, of the there's nothing's canon anymore. <laughs> we're re- resetting the canon. We're giving ourselves the luxury of resetting every time. It's like you know, I actually thought about this today. It's like when a, a musician comes out with a new album, like every year or two years, and uh-huh. like people will be like, "Oh, they've changed. Like they've matured." It's like, yeah, maybe, but like the artists kind of give. They kind of have this ability to put out something that lets them show that they're mature and we kind of take it in chunks like that. Well, if you're a pop musician, you kind of operate in like phases too, where you sort of like, you kind of have a new look. Yeah. You got a new look. So, uh, next Uh 10 episodes, we got a new look. Yep. Um, I am, uh, I'm growing my hair out Uh floor length. Yeah. And I've got a David Bowie haircut and, and, uh, (laughs) Uh, lightning bolt on my face. Yep, it's I, that era. Much like pop <clears throat> musicians, we have the luxury of resetting every ten episodes. Sure, we are giving ourselves that opportunity. Yeah, this is a reboot. Yes, those are also popular right now. <laughs> yep, it's not a reboot. We're no, rebooting. I don't want to miscat ca- uh, like uh, mischaracterize. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to mischaracterize this uh, episode. Yeah, uh, it's not a reboot. Where it's a continuation. No. no. This is not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to be, uh, it's an all-women reboot. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, who, who, who's going to play you in this all-women reboot? Um, hmm, that's a good question, actually. Who would I cast as me but a woman? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wish I had thought about this more. I can't believe I haven't. Huh. If someone was to... I is feel it? like we should uh, cast each other. Okay. Good call. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone who's <laughs> as cool. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, oh, that's so. That's a. That is a tough one. It really is. I wish I had like a a, a bunch of. Um, I guess. What's the? I mean, we worked in the film industry. You mean like a like a like a wish list? I need like a, a portfolio. A yeah. of like I need a bunch of portfolios. We need some headshots. Yes. Stat. Yeah. I want some some. Uh, some mm-hmm. resumes, I guess. Well, I hope that whoever plays me, that they are Dame Judy Dench. Oh, okay. Uh, I might be a little bit of a... What do you mean? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We're uh, exactly alike. Well, maybe you're like the same height. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell. The only accurate thing we're going for here is height. Well, I was trying to think about like body type a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I would say... I think Aubrey Plaza could play you. That's interesting. I don't know. I feel like she's even more deadpan than I am. Sure. Okay. 
Maybe. But that's fair. I, I mean, I'm not going to, like, argue. Uh, Rooney Mara. <laughs> okay. I'm not upset with any of these choices, really. Okay. So now I, but now I have to think of one for you. Hold on. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know why. This is not even a good one. Okay. But for some reason, the first person who popped into my mind was <laughs> Macy Williams. <laughs> Who plays Arya Stark? Awesome. I don't know why though, because I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't make an argument for it. She does look like my sister a little bit. Oh. Or, I, or I have thought that before. Oh, or like maybe okay. not. Maybe, maybe not. them like subconsciously a genius. Maybe in my casting then. Or maybe not. Like I don't know. There are certain people in movies that definitely like I would cast them as like my parents or my brother or my sister. Sure. Um, and I've definitely thought like. Macy Williams as my sister okay. somewhat fits. Well, cool. Then I'm like right on the money. Though. Yeah, I know. You kind of nailed it, actually. Then I don't want to name any others. All right. Well, uh, I, Although, I'm upset you didn't say Dame Judy Dench. Uh, but... I was thinking it. <laughs> if <laughs> we have to do like a scene in your elder years, then we can. Ooh, okay. Because... It's like a flash forward. Yeah. Okay. Or just maybe this is a biopic about your life. Yeah, where I drop we... the heart of the ocean into the ocean again and ruin everyone's lives. Who's this? Not what? So that's in Titanic, where oh, oh, she, oh. she drops the necklace back into the ocean, and I'm like, you, that, that's dumb. Dumb. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I, confession, I've never actually seen all of Titanic. <laughs> so. uh, nah. Eh. Is that actually a biopic? Like an actual biopic? No. It's not about a real person? Well, it's about, a real, it's about the real ship. It's a biopic yeah, I know. about the ship. <laughs> I know it's based... Uh. <laughs> Look, I want to rephrase my question because I know the Titanic is a real ship. Thank you. But my question was, is the character... Because aren't they interviewing an old woman? Or is that... Yeah. That's not real, though. That's uh, all like... To, to my knowledge, no. Okay. And I thought so. I just wasn't sure that maybe she was mm-hmm. a real survivor. But uh, it is based off a real iceberg as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and a real... And um, a real uh, James Cameron, mm-hmm. like, underwater expedition, probably. Yeah, with um, the late... Uh, what's his face? From Alien and... Uh, the late Alien? Not, not the late... <laughs> yes, the late Alien that played... <laughs> oh, come on. What's his name? He, he was... Game over, man. Oh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, he's basically the James Cameron equivalent. So, anyways, we have gotten way off topic. Sure. Um, but yes, we are going to have an all female reboot of uh, Scratch Track. I, you know, but with the with the sort of audio engineering aesthetic that we're going for, or that the cover is kind of based off, or like the, you know the oh okay the, the yeah. you know Scratch Track being a piece of temporary audio. Um, it's almost like we're putting a new tape in. We're resetting, we're resetting oh, the, the... this is side B. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is side B. All right. And then we get to side C. And well, side no. D. And side... Yeah, I Delta. guess this is side B because I was, I was wondering if like 10 was the end or the beginning. Or it's both. Mm. Time is a flat circle. Maybe halfway through that we're going to ask you to flip your <laughs> record over. But I, I, uh, I, I like this because 10 episodes in... Um, there's, you know, and, and, and 20 weeks, like, you know, you, you hear things, you make mistakes, uh, there's good <laughs> things, bad things. Um, and that's kind of, I mean, I think we said it at the beginning, but just to reiterate, like this 
podcast is kind of meant to be something that can evolve and be temporary. And like, although that is kind of like cheating and it's nothing original either, no, but like, right. It, it is meant to be something where we can do this and just be like, Hey, what, what do we like? And what are we, I, I, I to start, I think introducing game corner was great uh, and yeah. we're having a lot of fun with it. We are. Um, the theme song I still haven't decided on yet, which we debated about for a while because I wasn't like it would kind of it had to come together really quick because we yeah. needed a theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that could change in the future. All of this is subject to change, including yeah, yeah. you and I, including our casting, including our casting. I think we'll come back in a few episodes and be like, "Hey, I've thought of someone else." Uh-huh. Uh, well, I meant like our actual casting. Like you might, if someone else might replace us. It'll be like Ooh. in a TV show when they just recast a character. Yes, and all of a sudden we'll just be different. Famous recasts. Oh, uh, there was uh, Family Matters. They recast the mother. There was uh, The Fresh Prince, where they recast the mother. <laughs> All these moms. Um, I know. It's uh, weird stuff. Um, there's the Twin Peaks recast. Yeah. Of yeah. Uh, Donna. Yeah. Or, that's not, that's her character's name. Right. In the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, yeah. She changed. Um, there's that Han Solo recast where they replaced him with a carbon copy. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they are recasting him for the new movie, I guess. Yeah. That, <clears throat> yeah. Who would play the younger version of you and I? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> That little, uh, I think, 11 from Stranger Things should play you. <laughs> oh, it has to be a girl as well. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey. Millie Bobby Bryant. That's her name. Yeah, yeah. Who, <laughs> let's talk about her name for a second. Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah, yeah. She sounds like a 90s like, R&B yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Because, yeah. <laughs> She's like. Doing the mashed potatoes. I know. <laughs> It does have a nice like 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 beat cadence to it, like yeah, Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. Like, it's and just... she's a rapper too. If you yeah. watch like videos yeah, yeah. of her on uh, like late night shows, she it's does true. she does raps. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you don't see is me and Kyle doing vocal warm ups before we start the podcast, and we're just repeating <laughs> Millie Bobby yeah. Brown over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Millie Bobby Brown, Millie uh-huh. Bobby Brown. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, yeah. she probably does that to vocally <laughs> warm up. Yeah. <laughs> She had like three lines. She stands in front of the mirror. (laughs) It's not only like a vocal warm up, but it also just psychs herself up. You know, like I'm just saying it's and and maybe it's like a Bloody Mary thing. Like you say, Ah. Millie Bobby Brown three times in a mirror, and she comes and uh, Mm -hmm. you know explodes you with her mind mind powers. (laughs) I feel like um, I feel like she's doing something philosophical where she's identifying herself. She thinks, therefore, she is. Oh. She's Millie, therefore, she's Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> she's Millie, therefore, she's Bobby Brown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's channeling the the oh, inner R&B singer that she is. Can we get her as a guest? Yeah. Um, okay. She's, yeah. She's, so, not, she's not busy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can have her promote her thing. <laughs> yeah, her thing. Uh, to, to the, uh, uh, like, you know, 70 people that listen to this. Hey, I mean... If we had a big guest like that, <laughs> we'd get at least shoot for the star thirty more. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> you want to be on this dumb thing uh-huh. we put together in our apartment? Hey, the only way to find out is to ask. That is true. Uh, you know, when we run out of friends and we need uh, Millie Bobby Browns, I know when we have exhausted our friends and asked I will them to come- email her publicist. <laughs> you want to come on this thing <laughs> next time you're in Colorado? <laughs> yeah, I. Oh boy. Um, I mean, no, but legitimately, we don't have like the audience pull or sponsors or any of that stuff in uh 
No. You know, giving us the ability to get any sort of meaningful guest to anyone. No. Meaningful. The, the, all of our guests. <laughs> all right. Let me rephrase because I know a lot of our past guests are probably listening right now and uh, they just feel real hurt. Uh <laughs> <laughs> meaningful i meant to a wider audience where if they saw that name on our episode they would be like oh my oh, oh my oh, oh my millie bobby brown oh, i have to listen to this dame judy dent is on this episode <laughs> yeah no offense to any of our friends but like you you're not <laughs> you're not famous you're not giving us this any star power just like we're not giving our own podcast any no. star power and all and to be honest if we had star power in this room i think we'd probably just just nerve nervously oh, yeah. ramble and ruin it for ourselves. I would be a mumbling mess. <laughs> I would. If laugh. Millie Bobby Brown was here, I wouldn't uh, be able to say her name. I would laugh way too hard and probably probably just like treat it more like a hostage situation where I'm just interrogating her <laughs> rather than like like interrogating a 12 year old girl. Yeah, like I wouldn't I wouldn't let her answer anything. I would just be constantly barraging her with questions and not yeah, letting yeah. her like. And that would that would. What's be, the strangest thing? Oh, uh, what is the thing? <laughs> Yeah, that would be my number one question. Mm. Mine would be <laughs> if she's uh, has an R and B album coming out. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I think uh, this is um, a little bit of trivia oh. for those who are fans of the Stranger Things. Uh, the just the, in general. Sure. Oh no, <laughs> no, the show. Um, the the lead kid whose mm-hmm. name is uh, Finn Wolfhard. That's his real name. What? You knew this, right? No. That's the, the um, I don't remember the character's name. But I thought his name was Whiny Sadface in the show. Uh, well, now he's never going to come on. <laughs> our goal, our, like, goal of getting all the Stranger Things cast on our podcast uh, is never going to come true now. I just no, want- no, no. He He's, like, a musician. He's, like, yeah. he had, had like, an album come out or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen so that. So maybe he and uh, Millie Bobby Brown can collab. What's his name? Finn. His name is Finn Wolfhard. Man, Finn Wolfhard and Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, they should. I do. know. It's yeah. perfect. What's I don't a... know if that. I, I actually. I think that is his real name. Although it could be a stage name. But that'd be weird if a like eleven year old had a stage name that was Finn Wolfhard. I mean, was Shirley Temple's name Shirley Temple? Pff, you got me. Oh, we should have her on the show again, though. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... <laughs> not Shirley. T- like, I mean, there's it, like, there's is... like an intensity to yeah, Finn yeah, yeah. Wolfhard. That and is... it is like in three chunks. Like Finn. Oh, okay. Wolf. Ooh. Cool. Hard. Ah. Oh, what? <laughs> Why? Yeah. He sounds like a like a like a Norwegian heavy metal musician. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he should just be like a stunt person. Yeah. Like like stunts by Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, or uh, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna dissect this. Uh-huh. It's Finn. Yeah. So he's a fish. He's a <laughs> yeah. wolf. He's a wolf. Oh, a wolf fish. Hard. He's made of stone. He should be a stony swimming wolf. Okay. Actually, the, he'd probably sink. Yeah. He but he could be, be a, a fish with a wolf's head <laughs> and <Sorry>. um, <laughs> and a hard hard scales. Yeah. There. Boom. Uh, There's our pitch. <laughs> There's our pitch. He should play him in a movie. This this magical wolf we've just come up Pixar with. Pixar. Yeah, yeah, Pixar, yeah. make a movie Pixar. about a, a the wolf fish. <laughs> wolf hard. Pixar's wolf hard. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. It might be their first, like, PG-13 movie, just off the name alone. Yeah. But things... Okay. Yeah. So, 
10 episodes in. Yeah, how did we do? Yeah. Um, we're not going to, like, send out a survey or anything like that. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're just doing a little self-eval. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, things I think we're doing well. I love the introduction of Game Corner. Uh-huh. I, uh, I've gotten lots of compliments on that in particular. I think, and I think um, just having like segments, like even if it's just like one or two, just to break up the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, and, we got some plans. Yeah. I'm like, not going to say it because I want to tease, <laughs> but I got, I got some big ideas. Show a little heel, Kyle. Show uh, a little heel. <laughs> um, got some big ideas. I think, I think that was good because mm. I think for us too... Uh, interviewing someone for an hour and a half just ended up being kind of exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when, it, yeah, it's our friends and we know them, so it's it's right. not like they're a, they're a clean slate and we have know nothing about them. We can pull anything. Right. Um, so I think Game Corner made it easier for us, and also just like, I mean, I I love the American Girl doll uh, mm-hmm. uh, tournament. I think it was, I mean, for me, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the, my money was on Sage. It didn't turn out that way, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's okay. Um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think I think that's gone really well. I mean, and like, thank you for listening. I mean, legitimately, like, yeah. th- this this is in many ways an ex- an experiment, and the fact that people are listening to it uh, while they mow or while they are getting groceries or just, you know, even at work, like that's genuinely like that makes me feel really good. Um, And I, yeah, Yeah. I hope hope we get better at this as we go along to better service uh, those listeners and new listeners. And right. Cause originally when we talked about doing it, we were like, well, we, you know, like just, we like talking with our friends and with each other, like anyway, so let's just make a podcast out of it because yeah. uh, there's no harm in sharing something with the world. No, and uh, it is legitimately fun for us too. Like, oh, totally. Yeah. It's never a chore to like sit here and do this. Yeah. Like I'm having so much fun. And it, it feels so good to have like a, like a project out there, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like not just like talk about having a podcast or like, yeah. I, th- I think I've heard that from so many people that they want to have a podcast and they just think like, oh, I'm entertaining. I should record this. But like, I yeah. think I think we've learned that that is legitimately. It, it does feel a lot different than just like riffing with your friends. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're you're when the microphone's around. Uh, this sounds like I'm starting a rhyme. When the microphone's around. <laughs> when the microphone's around. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nonsensical now, but yeah, I love the rhyming. No, I was gonna say like when the microphone's around, uh, your 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 persona comes to town. I don't know. Yeah, no, it, but it, but it you're really like does. you know if it was just you and I in the apartment talking about something like it would mm-hmm. be a little bit different than if this microphone was here. But yes, um, but we're making it spicier for you. Oh yes, <laughs> we're putting in uh, <laughs> some paprika. Um, mm, yum, um, some cumin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omar cumin for you. <laughs> uh, that was for three people. <laughs> one of them is Brett Cotty. One of them's former guest Brett Cotty. Uh, so that that's a good uh, segue. Guests. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a bunch of our friends on. We've had, mm-hmm. um, you know, d- like for the most part, it's we've kind of just gone through like our our core like reserve. Yeah, probably uh, the people that we see most frequently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. As far as repetition goes, like you're gonna start seeing some 
of the same names again because uh, we like them and we want to talk to them again. But we're also going to try to, like, expand our guest horizons a little bit and, like, try to get some people, like, maybe that uh, only one of us knows and Mm -hmm. the other person has never met. Yep. Uh, Or maybe, like, in some weird scenario, uh, someone neither of us have really talked to that much, but Mm -hmm. we think uh, would be open to doing this. Yes. what that is going to look like, we don't know. But yeah, that uh, will that will be that will be an experiment as well. Uh, the thing is, for some of you people, you people, <laughs> You're really making you enemies here, people, you <laughs> listeners. Uh, <laughs> for some of you, uh, these are all just strangers, anyway. Yeah, like, and that's cool too. <laughs> Because, like we said earlier, they're not supposed to be people you know. No. They're just our friends. But we're hoping uh, we're, uh, you know, bringing them to you. Mm -hmm. We're giving them a spotlight. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're we're giving (laughs) you... This is a favor. Man, I don't know why. I'm really, like... (laughs) Everything I say sounds like I'm, like, being really, like... (laughs) snobby or uh or no the, you're or not, like patronizing no, you're not being snobby that's good no there there it's it's a real fact that we don't have famous friends and, <laughs> and we're hacks yeah and what's going on guys and we're and we're trying our best here we're sorry that we can't be like marin or uh 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 cereal oh can we get marin uh i want to get cereal on the podcast <laughs> oh i got some let's go yeah, yeah, yeah let's get captain crunch <laughs> toucan sam uh oh Man, there's no there's no girl cereal mascots. <gasps> you might Is be there? right. Is there? I just like thought. Ooh, you change that. Can the lucky big charms- cereal? What's going on? Yeah, Kellogg's piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mm, I think the uh, is the tricks rabbit a girl? No, he's mm. very he's clearly voiced by a man. Is he? You know, actually, I don't know, because Bart Simpson is voiced by a woman, so I've made that mistake before. I feel like the Trix Rabbit could be our uh, could be our mystery. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the Lucky Charms uh, 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 Leprechaun needs a little uh, female change-up. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he could probably do it with magic. Probably. Just become a woman. Or like the frickin' uh, 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 the, uh, the chocolate chip, cocoa, whatever. <laughs> the wolf, whatever yeah. his frickin' name is. He's... Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Finn, famous serial uh, musician, <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. Uh-huh. Um, no, but I... One thing that was great to hear, I heard it yesterday from a friend, was that the podcast, although it is random, people aren't quite... LOL random. LOL random. Yeah. Winky emoji. XOXO uh, so random. Uh, sword, uh, baby, shield... <laughs> Black Moon emoji. Uh-huh. Check out our Zanga. <laughs> um, I don't know what that is. You don't know? No. Oh, you never had a Zanga? I don't... What is that? It's, it was like a... Oh, I feel like it was like pre-MySpace. It sounds like a thing that like Sheldon from uh, Big Bang <laughs> no. would say. But Zanga... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a... Uh, it was just like a sort of a customizable page, like a MySpace, but it didn't... It wasn't like... The MySpace or like Facebook style where you had like a profile oh, and okay. like a stuff like it was kind of sort of I don't know like it was a Zanga bro yeah get with it <laughs> get with you it. know what a Zanga is oh Zanga uh, X A N G A I believe so Ooh, the X. look it up yeah. I don't even know if it's still around <laughs> probably is not but Wikipedia would help you um 
Anyways, I yeah, he, this friend, mentioned that this podcast is relatable. People aren't quite sure like what it's for. Like like I think yeah, yeah. I think I think there are people who think like <laughs> they're supposed to gain something from this. Yeah, like, yeah. Why isn't like this knowledge. teaching me? Uh, yeah. Well, why isn't this a TED talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> and like I think I think a giving us way too much credit that you will learn. Yeah. Well, you might learn something. Yeah. You learned what a zanga is. Yeah. You dummies, bro. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dumb listeners. Uh, but I, I go again. But I think I think um, I mean this this podcast is also hard to pitch because it's hard to sell something on like me and my roommate talk to a guest and it goes anywhere. <laughs> uh-huh. And someone said this is the Seinfeld of podcasts where it's about nothing. Well, that's really giving us too much credit. Well, yeah, I was about to say like Seinfeld is a much more capable comedian than uh-huh. we both are. And yeah, we yeah. are not even comedians. And we they just... actually wrote that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like they just did it. <laughs> they just, yeah, yeah. The Kramer just walks in whenever he wants and they happen to have the camera on him. But, um, no, but I, I, th- I think this is, uh, if, if there was a pitch, this is meant, or if there was a benefit to this, it is meant to be just relatable, funny. I hope it brings a smile to your face. Yeah, it, yeah. We, when we edit this, or rather when Kyle edits this, um, <laughs> yeah. and I listen, uh, and eat ice cream, I, I Yeah, every time. Like, every I'm time. like, Darren, I'm gonna edit. Wait, let me get my ice cream. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> oh, no, we're out! I gotta uh-huh. go to the store! Don't edit without me! We should just get a soft serve machine. Ooh, Yes. Can we do that? Why, why haven't we done that? I don't know. Don't need the ice. Well, we don't have an ice maker. Anyways. Um, the fridge, or sorry, the freezer is an ice maker, technically. That's true. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> mm, done and dusted? Yes. Uh, no, I, 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 I want this to be relatable, and I want it to be kind of, like, uh, silly. And uh-huh. I don't, like... That it, face when? That... <laughs> That face when you remember Zanga. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this 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 has the ten- this can have the tendency to lean serious sometimes. We probably we will, well we most likely will bring it back to something more lighthearted and comedic, but mm-hmm. um, which I hope we do very well. Um, and yeah, and I and I think uh, I do think we're getting better, uh, which is cool. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you accidentally upload. Uh, the uh, <laughs> okay. raw, unedited version uh, mm-hmm. of the ninth episode of your <laughs> podcast after doing eight previous ones perfectly without any mistakes. You kind of do question if you're getting better. <laughs> no, I... Uh, One step forward, two steps <laughs> Yeah, I made a mistake last week. Uh, for those who didn't see like the tweets that I put out on the Scratch Track Pod, which you should Twitter. follow at Scratch Track Pod. Yeah, sure. Plugs. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, I uh, I accidentally uploaded the wrong uh, version of the podcast last week. I uploaded the version that had no cuts or edits um, because I uh, usually upload it right before I go to bed on Sunday nights, and I probably was tired and I didn't realize I was in the wrong folder. And I clicked on the one that said episode nine, and I was like, man, why is it taking so long to upload? Oh, well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and there are many examples of me going, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So, I mean, for most of you, I'm hoping it kind of just, you didn't even notice, and like you didn't listen to it, and then before you knew it, the right one was up. Um, and for those of you who heard behind the scenes, uh, enjoy your mm-hmm. your secret look. 
Uh, yeah, the raw, the rawness yeah. that is Scratch Track. My mom told me yesterday that she listened to both versions. <laughs> so <laughs> number one fan, yeah, mom. Uh, also, we should. I do want to uh, shout out my mom for another reason because uh, okay. on a previous episode, I don't remember which one. It might have been eight with Sydney. Yeah. You introed saying, send us brownies. Yes. And uh, uh, Darren and I were in Michigan for a wedding, which is where my parents live. Where I had the fireball. Yes. Um, And so I saw my parents briefly, and my mom uh, gave me brownies (laughs) to share with my friends because Darren told her to make brownies. (laughs) So she is the number one fan. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. So I'm going to take you to task now. Okay. Put you on the spot. What's up? Because um, we're going to put this out, and so then it'll be public, and so people will have to hold you to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a website domain registered mm-hmm. for this podcast, and yes. you are supposed to build a website. <laughs> yeah, I promised that in like episode one. And I, yeah, and that hasn't happened yet. No. But once there is one, we would be able to put up like pictures of the wolf. Yes. <laughs> with the episode. Yes. And then you could see what we're talking about. Yes. Um, so I'm going to proposition that anytime I'm working on editing the podcast, mm. you put in whatever little effort in getting the website put together. Sure. So that okay. way, because I okay. think then, I mean, then we're, you know, then it's a split even uh, uh, bit of work. So next ten within the next ten episodes, mm-hmm. there should be a website that gives you twenty weeks to build a website. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> no, and and that it, yes. Now that the summer of craziness and business is over, I uh-huh. do I do feel like I will have the time to do that. So I will uh, I will say it here, and I will say it to you <laughs> by the next by episode twenty, I will have a website built. All right, or at least. Something that lives on our domain where we can post episodes uh-huh. and it will flesh out from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, that is something that I do need to get working on. Um, yeah, and I got ideas. I, I got big ideas. Got, as a, I've said it once and I'll say it again uh, for the website that, that uh, you know, things that could extend beyond the podcast even. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be cool. Yeah. So, uh, yes. I'll just leave it at that. But Yes. So... Mm. those i think you know um for the most part we did uh we did well yeah i think this is i mean just from a personal note this is uh it's going better than i thought um i like well we had as we've probably said before we've tried this once before and had it a bit more structured and it just really didn't go that well so this was just meant to be a little bit more freeform yeah a little bit more uh we don't like no chains yeah uh holding us back us down yeah yeah. or like caging us Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. uh we we uh, we'd rather this be a little bit more evolutionary which uh you know i like i mean again hard selling point but it's also like if 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 you're entertained and we're entertained like and if we just continue this like who knows this Mm -hmm. could be a lot of fun um yep and mistakes have been made we've definitely recorded uh hungover (laughs) Yeah, Which, uh, yeah. I don't know Although, if you want to share that or not, but well, I mean, it's in one of the descriptions of the podcast if you want to look it up. Oh, that's true. Okay, so I mean, that was something we were like, okay, if we're recording, we probably shouldn't 
do that. Yeah, yeah. We've recorded like just tired. Yep. Uh, and, and felt that our uh, yeah. you know magic happens in the editing yeah. bay. <laughs> hey, hey, we're normal. We're normal folks. We have lives. <laughs> yeah, we except do we're recording this on a Friday night. <laughs> hey, shush. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm not going to be uh, coy about that. Don't pull back the curtain too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have lives, just not on weekends. You're, this is actually, no, this is going to be one of the the quickest turnarounds uh, for any episode yes. that anyone's ever heard. This is We're recording this on Friday night, and you're going to hear it in like two or three days. Yeah. Depending on when you listen. By the magic, of, by the magic and grace of Kyle, we're recording yeah. this really late. So. Well, thankfully, I don't feel like I'm going to have to do too many cuts. Yay! Look at us go. Yeah. I mean, we did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, uh, let's not bother giving us like a letter grade or anything, but, uh, pitchfork, uh, 9.8. Oof. Yeah. Best, best new podcast. Best new podcast. No way. Yeah, man. No way. We haven't earned it yet. That, that leaves us no room to, uh, to go, to grow and get a better score. I, it's, it leaves us two <laughs> micro points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, I think, uh, I mean, no, I'm not going to say a number, but <laughs> what's our rotten tomatoes? We're, uh, we're doing fine yeah. for, for ourselves. Like we're only doing this for ourselves. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Not for you. you no, you, no, you sad. This is for pathetic. us. Pathetic. This is so we can get dumb. It. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid white. <laughs> yeah. That's also true. Yeah. We can see your race when we look at our. No, 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 no. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm presuming. All right. And, you know, maybe we should do something about it. Mm. But. Okay. Enough. Enough. Uh, enough uh, frivolity. Gloating. Yes. <laughs> oh, and gloating. Okay. So I'm going to set. I'm going to let Kyle take this. Uh, what. What are we doing next? Okay, now? so now. we're not doing a game because we thought it would be kind of silly to mm-hmm. just do a game with the two of us. The kind of the point of the game corner usually is to like put the guests on the spot, not mm-hmm. in an uncomfortable way, but to just like I don't know. We usually don't tell them in advance what we're doing. No, well, that's not true. We do sometimes. Well, unless but, I need to prep. Yeah, yeah. So like half of them we did. Sure. <laughs> so what I just said is inaccurate. <laughs> Um, no, but this week we're going to do something that uh, some of our friends have actually asked of us to do um, more of, and we've kind of shied away from it a little bit because we wanted this to kind of just be more fun and freeform and a little less like uh, informational or alienating maybe to someone who didn't care about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're going to recommend some things yeah. like uh, some culture, like some music, mm-hmm. some things you can watch, mm-hmm. um, some things you can read. Yeah, I think. Well, so we're going to do just two things for each of us. Mm-hmm. I don't mine are listen and watch. I don't <laughs> okay. know what yours are going to be. Uh, one um, of mine is a listen and the other we will see. Okay, <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is just I mean. Maybe if you don't know us, you've picked up on this from just listening to this podcast, but we, you know, enjoy the culture of the the world. Mm-hmm. We like uh, talking about movies and art and mm-hmm. music and reading about things yep. and <laughs> reading about things. I'm reading being so things. vague right now. <laughs> we, we, we like, we like to, we like to consume Media and art and culture and in gratuitous amounts. Um, The point being, like, we could make a podcast where we just talk about movies and music and all of that stuff. Yes. And and we could just go and it would be good. But the thing is, the The reason we didn't want to do that 
even though it's something that we do care about, is mm-hmm. is we kind of did just want this to be something that was accessible to everyone in yeah. a just goofy, like, funny way yeah. and not, like, a, oh, I have to be, like, a film nerd to listen to this. And there are a thousand, like, th- shows that just recommend things or, like, talk about right. movies and music and culture. Not and, that like, there isn't a thousand shows that just do this, too. Well, but. yeah, but I think this is a bit more unique than that in the sense of like this makes less sense to do as a podcast than recommending things and like in a in a way that is sort of a challenge and sort of yeah it it it, it would be probably too easy for us just to do yeah easy is not the right word but like it would just be kind of a little bit more convenient and less Mm -hmm. like stretching to do something where we just like talk about things we like. Right. Rather than just like, yeah. Trying to like engage with a guest and just talk about real things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hate myself for saying that. All of the real things Uh, that we've talked about. Cool werewolves. Uh huh. Uh, (laughs) So I'd be like such a turd. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Um, but you know, this might be something we break out. You know, we're probably going to definitely break it out every time we just do a, a solo. Ah, uh, break out. <laughs> um, but we, you know, we might throw it in in, in, yeah. a, in an episode where we have a guest on who, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, shares those sensibilities or is interested in talking about that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to play it by ear. We've also talked about doing like separate, like supplemental episodes where we talk about like a movie sure. that aren't necessarily main like sure. numbered episodes, but mm-hmm. are just like, hey, we really want to talk about this thing that we saw, and we think a lot of people might have seen mm-hmm. it too, so they might be interested in listening to that. Yes, that's something that you might see in the feed in the future. We'll and, see. I th- and I think one goal for at least, uh, I think we'd kind of talked about this is anything that we are recommending in these episodes. We're trying to keep relevant, so they are things that like right. E- they're they're th- like either there are things surrounding it like it's maybe it could be a sequel or something maybe it could be like hey this article talked about this thing so i want to talk about that thing that it's talking about like trying to keep it in the current like like cultural zeitgeist sure uh, yeah 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 and 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 so these things are not you know the oh lordy a thousand episodes of doctor who you know it, it's <laughs> yeah. it's uh which i i i think i can safely say at this point in my life I will never get to. I, I've uh, never watched an episode of Doctor Who, um, and I don't. There think. are fans fuming right now. <laughs> I honestly, I doubt that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know many. I don't know too many Who heads. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> who uh, heads? Whatever they're. <laughs> That's not what they're called. What are they it called? Should be. I think they call themselves. This is sad that I know Scarf this. Scarfmongers. No, they call themselves Whovians. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've seen that word. Okay. But is that... No, wait. <laughs> what about phone booth bros? That's not from... Um, Whovians. Like, Dr. Seuss Who's, is it? No, those are... That Whoville... Uh, I don't know. Whovians? Maybe. Uh, Dr. Who fans, did you name yourselves after Dr. Seuss? Yeah. <laughs> Unoriginal people. Whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so anyways. So are we unrecommending Dr. S- Dr. Seuss? No, no, never. Dr. Who? Dr. Seuss? The connections never end. They're both mm, doctors. Time is a flat circle. Also, the next Dr. Who's a woman. Ooh. Is she promoting a serial? <laughs> time will tell. Who, who, time. There's ooh. time travel. Mm. I'm admitting how much I actually know about the Dr. Who world. Is there a Dr. Who serial? 
There probably is. There's probably some tie-in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Who hoops? The, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's little Dr. Dunks. There's little uh, mushroom. Mushroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, there's <laughs> mushrooms. Well, it, I mean, marshmallow mm-hmm. uh, foam boots. <laughs> Not just chunks of mushroom floating <laughs> in there. That sounds gross. It sounds healthier than, than probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, what are we calling this segment? I think it's just we're calling it recommendations because. We're real unoriginal. We have mm-hmm. we have a game, a corner where we play games. So it's called Game Corner. Uh, we have a, a segment where we recommend things. It's called Recommendations. Should it be a place like Recommendation Alley? Or like, <laughs> yeah, re- yeah. Re- okay. All right. So I'm game, game Corner well, and, or I, Attic. That's Recommendation Attic? No. Recommendation about, Room. Rec Room. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to the Rec Room. Okay. Let's go to the Rec Room. It is so choice. It, it is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend. I highly recommend picking one up. Uh, <laughs> our newly named rec room where mm-hmm. we make recommendations. Um, I'm gonna let you start if you'd okay. like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have two things I'm gonna recommend, but we're gonna go probably one. Yeah, and then I'll do one. You do one. Sure. Back. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to recommend uh, is something that will not take much of your time if you're willing to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. fill it with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, uh, it's a sweet morsel. It's an yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a short film, um, but it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, and a lot of people do, it's mm-hmm. it's easily accessible to you. Um, so Don Hertzfeld mm-hmm. is an animator, filmmaker, guy. He, <laughs> I'm really pitching his uh, his resume here. Wolf, uh, no, he's Fish. not a wolf. Um, he uh, is most probably well known for a a video that you can still find to this day on YouTube mm-hmm. called Rejected, mm-hmm. which was a um, short film he made, uh, kind of satirizing all of these corporations. That he submitted commercials to. It's like a series of short animations that he yeah. made that are crass and hilarious, right? And Be- because he's sort of like an- anti, like commercial anyway. Yeah. So he, you know, it was the joke is like that he made all of these animations <laughs> to advertise for these companies' products, but mm-hmm. they rejected the shorts. Yes. Because they were too ridiculous or crass or silly or whatever. He actually submitted it as a short film for the Oscars then, too. Probably, yeah. And and it's a joke. Like, I don't think he actually submitted these things to real corporations. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure either, actually. Yeah, I... Doesn't matter, really. I mean, it's funny either way. Mm-hmm. And... He has a very distinct animation style. It's it's very simple, but um, kind of uh, I, it, it's, it's kind of sketch like. It's kind of like right, and it sort of has like this like movement in it where uh-huh. it's sort of like squiggled. Where it's, it feels a little crude, but it's definitely intentional. It feels like like a high school notebook, like doodle on the right, side, right, right, right. Like that's all his animations. Like yeah, yeah. But he's um, he's really talented actually, um, and he's made um. Some longer films, like he has like mm-hmm. a, a longer, like hour long, yeah, uh, short. I think actually most of his stuff is available on Netflix. Yeah, the last I checked. So I wanted to uh, talk about his, um, I guess 
most recent released work mm-hmm. up at the time of the release of this podcast, although he's putting out something new very soon, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted to bring him up. So he made this short film called World of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise of it, it's a sci-fi uh, type short where it like this little four-year-old girl is um, visited by her clone from the future and the clone basically relays all this information to this child version of herself um, about the future and her life. And um, it's very uh, sad and happy and and kind of deals with these big picture, like meaning of life kind of questions in a really mm-hmm. like melancholy, but also very funny way. I was about to say, it is very funny. It is, yeah. It's absolutely very funny. And um, the reason I'm recommending this is, number one, it's easily accessible. You can watch it on Netflix right now if you mm-hmm. have Netflix, World of Tomorrow. Um, but there's a sequel to it being released soon. I know it's screened at some short uh, at some uh, film festivals. And I wish I could tell you when it was actually coming out <laughs> because I don't know like when mm-hmm. it's going to be completely available to the public. But... You know, those that have seen it have said that it's incredible. He's done it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this the previous one, the the original World of Tomorrow. It was nominated for um, best short animated short mm-hmm. at the Oscars. It did not win, sadly, um, unfortunately. Uh, but I I think it's a really moving, unique, uh, funny, just uh, special little uh, animated short that if you're willing to uh, engage with it, it has a lot to offer actually surprisingly yeah. in like, it's like 16 minutes or something. I yeah. just checked. Um, and there's, he kind of builds out this entire like world and future that this clone like mm-hmm. comes from. And it kind of deals with uh, stuff like even about the, like what it is to fall in love and, mm-hmm. and what it is to uh, fall out of love and, and like to be human and to be a clone, you know, yeah. in this sci-fi world and, and you know what it is to live your life meaningfully. It has a lot of big themes, which I think is, um, I think is so funny about it or what's so great about it is it is in this sort of like, it's in this similar like sketch style that you were talking about. Yeah. Like it's this very simple crass style of animation and it can be, it can be very funny and sort of like, you know, just these like, yeah, these laugh out loud moments. Mm-hmm. And then these like the design can shift to these very like beautiful, almost like glitch art style yeah. um, things. And it can be incredibly like just deep. And it's sort of this, it toes this great line of like, it's being simple. It know it knows what it is. It's, it's simple and crass mm-hmm. or, or crude rather crass, is not the right word crude, but it's also being very like, like prophetic and very uh, just yeah, but deep is how what how I would describe it. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot in it, and I think that its you know depth is concealed by its simple style and yeah. the simplicity of um, uh, the perceived simplicity of what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so great, and if you have the time go on Netflix search world of tomorrow mm-hmm. sit down you know you leave it's less than 20 minutes long you yeah. know it's shorter than most episodes of a sitcom that you might mm-hmm. watch on Netflix 
So uh, check it out. Think about it. Yeah. Laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, it's you can have good... your, you can have your morning coffee and watch it. Yeah. Before you go to work, even. Yeah. Like, if you want to have your day uh, <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don Hertzfeld. Check him out. Uh, check out his other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really and, great. Yeah. I mean, if that gets when the second one gets released, the sequel. Yes. We'll we'll let everyone know, or we should. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, I and. Th- you know, for, I doubt it'll just pop on Netflix right away because I know last time he had it hosted on Vimeo and you could rent it for like a buck or two, um, which is how I saw it the first time. I think you rented it and just showed it to me. Yeah. Um, I, I basically was like, here, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So um, whenever it comes out, I'm sure it'll be similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that'll be happening in the next month or two. Yep. <clears throat> for sure. So, yeah, that's cool. my... First recommendo, not even like a long movie you have to watch. Like if you really want to take these recommendations to heart, it'll mm-hmm. take you so little time. So mm-hmm. do it. Cool. Uh, and, I, and for the record, I'm terrible at taking recommendations. I've like told this to many people who, <laughs> who recommend me books and podcasts and movies and music all the time. And I just do my own thing and I don't listen to them. So uh, if you don't listen to me, I fully understand <laughs> But, uh, you know, it doesn't take much effort to do this one, so. I, 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 but but honestly, <clears throat> because it's so short, like, I really think you'd be selling yourself short not by watching it. Yeah. And even if you, like, walk away thinking, like, oh, they th- like, they're overselling it, it's not as deep as I thought. Like, I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll watch it without remembering it. Like, I don't think it's, for me at least, it wasn't something that sunk in right away. And uh-huh. I, actually, I actually was able to watch it, uh when I purchased it and then I, wa- I just kind of accidentally watched it later um, at a theater and <laughs> well, it was, yeah. well, actually, actually, <laughs> sorry, coincidentally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we went theater. to a screening of all of the Oscar nominated yeah. animated shorts. So, so obviously it was there. So if you like, like honestly, it, 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 it is just kind of like watching poetry, like, or like a short story. Like, I don't think it's yeah, yeah. too much of a chore. So. I would say it's like a very, beautifully written short story but made with sort of a very unique animated uh style yeah yeah all right that's my number one recommendo number one (laughs) so darren's up next uh what's what's he got okay in store i don't even know (laughs) what's it gonna be (laughs) so excited um so my first recommendation is an album uh I, so m- some of you might know, uh, some of our friends who listen, uh, but for those who don't know, I'm a big fan of metal music. Uh, I just have been, and uh, it kind of it kind of started with like Van Halen, and it moved into Metallica, it moved into... Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've had, I've had kind of these like phases of metal, and it's never really like left, but the love of it has never really left me, but I definitely have become uh, more... I mean, this is sort of self-congratulatory, but I have become a little bit more refined in what I listen to or what I explore, kind of like going more to like the underground, more fringe, more fringe stuff. Um, this album that I'm recommending is by a band called Power Trip, and it is called Nightmare Logic. And I know that's the most like cliche yeah. <laughs> metal sound. Um, and, and why I'm recommending it is because, uh, not only do I, do I, do I love it? Like I love metal, but it also, so there, 
I think people view metal as a very homogenous thing, you know, like I think yeah. I think I think for me, you know, I know the difference between thrash, black metal, death metal, Norwegian metal, uh, screamo, uh, all these things. And a lot of people just either consider it like screamo or just metal. Like it just gets kind of this blanket statement. Sure. Um, but I think this album is very accessible. It sounds like a lot of um, like early thrash. It has this very like old school sound, like a lot of like Metallica. So if you're a fan of Metallica, I think you'll be a fan of this. Um, but Beyond its well, and well, actually, I want to talk about the sound a little bit. So it does have elements of like old school thrash. It's, it has a very like sort of old school sound, but it's brought. It, they do a very good job of bringing Thra- it. A, thrash is something that Metallica popularized. Yeah, yeah, and I'd say like it's like kind of very fast, like yeah, played metal. And I know that sounds very like like uh, like. Well, it is a. It's supposed to sound aggressive, and I know it's it sounds very unenjoyable, but it's definitely like a very like fist pumping like like style of music like Mm -hmm. you'd be listening to it in your car and you'd be like oh yeah this is like getting me like pumped right now yeah yeah um it's not like unlistenable like some metal can be even metal i enjoy sometimes i'm like this is not for everybody but i think this album is for it could be for a lot of people you can uh the the singer is screaming but it's very um you can understand it you can understand the lyrics. I've heard that as a big complaint for metal where you can't understand what they're saying. But for mm-hmm. this one, you, for the most part, can. Uh, the beats are very solid. The bass lines are very solid. The guitar riffs and the guitar solos are very nice. Um, it's very, it's just a very cohesive album. It's it's kind of an old school sound. What's the name the of the album, did you say? Nightmare Lover. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you did. Uh, and what I love about it, too, is its themes. Um they are definitely talking about some some tropes of thrash and some non tropes. Um, one thing they're very political for one thing, which is really cool. Um, they have politically good, probably yes. like a lot of well, not a lot, but like you know the metal community, like we've talked about mm-hmm. recently off mic. Yeah, uh, has a lot of uh, complicated yes. political beliefs. Yes. Um, definitely there, there is a song specifically, specifically talking to capitalism, to CEOs, um, talking about just like, what are we, what are we supposed to do when you're kind of like, you know, extorting all these people and, and, Mm -hmm. and which, which I find to be great. There's also one about the kind of the medical situation in, in the United States specifically. Um, this band is from the U S uh, they're from, they're from Dallas. Um, and so they're very political. They even have. They have, uh, they even talk about themes of like religion, which is also like a theme of metal. But I think it is a good thing. Like, w- like one of their, so- their best song, which I'm going to recommend we play is, uh, called Executioner's Tax, mm-hmm. parentheses, Swing of the Axe, uh, which is basically about like, what if at the end of all this, it's just, we all die and the, you know, there is no God and blah, blah, blah. And although that, that sounds, <laughs> it's not very like, I, I mean, like I, it, it's, it's meant to be funny. Like it's meant to be very like, like it's, it's supposed to speak specifically to like evangelicals, mm-hmm. which I, I know some people might have a problem with, but I just, I find it very much like a, like a window into just, you know, this kind of. Uh, someone, t- someone just wanted to say something like, Hey, what if like we just all die? And, but that's not to say, and so that's a good segue into, I think that a lot of people think that, that metal is just a very negative genre. Like, and it, it can be for sure. Like I, th- I, 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 I won't deny that like what they talk about can be very heavy sometimes, like not only stylistically, just like, but thematically. And I mean, 
it's it's not like you're gonna sing about how joyous you are by like screaming it into a microphone. Like there is right. there there is a medium of like metal is a genre. It's, it's and some in some cases like a medium to just like express rage and that can be good or bad. Uh-huh. Um, but what I love about uh, this album in general is it, it's kind of dealing with a with a theme of like destruction and how that shouldn't be a a negative thing. Rather, that should be like a cause for. Um, jubilation and celebration in the sense of like we should just like live our lives and like we shouldn't like they have one song called uh, Waiting Around to Die mm-hmm. which although that sounds very negative like it is very much like a hey like like this world this plane that we live on is finite like what are you doing with yourself mm-hmm. and I, I find that just to be very positive for me um, yeah. and uh, anyways uh, that shares some themes with World of Tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we like things because it makes us <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you won't, but yeah. try it at least. Um, so uh, that's that's probably my primary recommendation this week is is Power Trips Nightmare Logic. It's a great album. I think some people might think it all thinks it all sounds the same, but I challenge you to find the nuance. And uh, definitely that song, uh, Executioner's Tax, Swing of the Axe. It's just like. I want that to be my walk-up song at baseball games. <laughs> like, it's so good. I... All right. I, I think, well, so my plan for the, the music bits, uh, we're going to play some of it. We're not going to play the whole song. I, uh, probably like a minute of it. We but... can play like, yeah, 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah. We yeah. can do it. Let's. So we're, we're, here it is. Uh, do you want to intro sure. it again? So, yeah, this is Executioner's Tax, Swing of the Axe by Power Trip. first recommendation all right uh, cool and i've heard you play that in the apartment and i have not actually myself sat down and listened to the whole album which i should probably do <laughs> because although i previously said i was so bad at recommendations that even my co-host of this podcast yay maybe might not even be able to convince me to fully <laughs> listen to this no but i, I uh, uh it, it, it with with kyle you need to be sneaky it's- <laughs> It's, you just play it around me. You just play until, it around until he says, what's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or most things I just get to in my own time. Yeah, and that's fine, too. Yeah. I, I just got to uh, some other albums that I've been waiting on for a while. And, I mean, man, I'm kind of like, where have I been? So, yeah, yeah. whatever. It happens. So, what is your second recommendation? Okay, so my second recommendation is an album as well. Um sticking with the music uh, thing that we're mm-hmm. doing here. 
Um, this is an album that came out this year. It's by an artist, SZA, uh, which uh, if you're typing that into Google, you would just type capital S-Z-A, mm-hmm. although it's said SZA. That's how I've always heard it said, and I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, she's an R&B singer. Um, this is her debut album. She's had like some mixtapes before. Yeah. Um, which I actually have not listened to. I was made aware of her this year because she put out this record, um, called Control. And much like her name, it's actually C-R-N-T-L, Control. Mm -hmm. There's no vowels in the album title. So, um, she, when I first listened to her, my go-to comparison was, oh, she's sort of like a female Frank Ocean. I don't, and that's only a reference that works if you know who Frank Ocean is. But I also, after listening to her more, found that maybe is that's a little reductive hmm. to just say, oh, she's a female version of this other really good artist. Um, but the best way I can describe her album control is it's it's basically an it's an R and B album. With a lot of like influence from kind of various other genres like indie rock or um, hip hop or things like that. But um, she basically sings about, for the most part, as a theme across the entire record, about what it's like to be a 20-somethings woman that is in and out of various relationships. And that sounds very basic and simple. And maybe what a lot of like pop records sound like. Um, but I do think that she captures sort of that kind of 20s melancholy that a lot of millennials have really well. Um, mm. uh, especially on the opening and closing tracks of the record. And the record is titled Control. And it's sort of kind of about if you had to give it some sort of big thematic... Uh, you know, story about finding like the control for your own life as you're like, kind of like feeling things out in ways that you don't even fully understand. Um, I will say as a caveat to this recommendation, um, she does sing and talk about her sexual relationships very frankly Mm -hmm. throughout all of these songs. So if that's something that makes you uncomfortable or you don't want to hear that, uh, then maybe just skip this recommendation. Um, But I think that musically, I think she's really great. She's got a great voice, first of all. Yeah. And I think, you know, as someone who listens to a lot of music and can be kind of a music snob, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, in some respects, there are a lot of great singers whose music I have no interest in. Like a lot of like kind of American Idol-y kind of singing competitions are just so bland and, and dull. And regardless of how talented these singers are, like their music doesn't do anything for me because mm-hmm. it just feels like showcases for their vocal like range mm-hmm. more than actual art, I guess. Yeah. But she, you know, she would do fine on American Idol. She's fantastic. She, she sings really, really well. But I think her music has a lot of depth and and nuance uh, that maybe, say, some others wouldn't. And so when you combine, you know, a really talented singer with really interesting songs and music, 
I think that's a potent thing. And this, uh, the reason I wanted to recommend this specifically is this is her debut album. So she's kind of just coming out in the scene, like publicly, um, at least in a mainstream sense. And so a lot of people probably haven't heard of her yet. I hope, you know, as she continues in her career, that changes, you know, maybe, you know, 10 years from now, she's a household name. I have no Mm -hmm. idea. Um, but if you want to jump on that train now, (laughs) (laughs) I would, I would check this out. And also like, if this means anything to anyone, uh, she's signed to, uh, Kendrick Lamar's label, top dog entertainment. He's, he's featured on the record, Mm -hmm. um, in a really amusing, uh, uh, feature and uh, maybe a vulgar one to some people that might be offended easily. But uh, <laughs> if you want to know what I'm talking about, just check it out. Like, look for the yeah. song featuring Kendrick, and uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I think. I, I think. I think anyone who I actually think anyone who is a Kendrick fan mm-hmm. should listen to her. And not to say like like the only access to SZA is through Kendrick. I mean, yeah. that, that feels incredibly like not sure. good, but, but he has been promoting her a lot and for yeah. the longest time. I don't know if this is still true, but the, uh, for the longest time, his Twitter, uh, profile picture was her album cover. Yeah. Like he's been really pushing her. So yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I haven't given it that many listens, not out of, uh, disinterest, but rather just like other things have distracted me. But yeah. like the times I have listened to it, I really, really do enjoy it. I think the beats are really tight. Like the production mm-hmm. is really good. No, no, totally. And it has a lot of, I mean, there's obviously electronic stuff all throughout it, but I think, you know, this is a whole different conversation, but a lot of people like to say like, Oh, pop music's dumb. Like none of these people play their own instruments <laughs> or whatever. And it's all just like electronic music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is regardless, I says, I don't know what instrument she plays. That's not the point of what I'm trying to make, but mm-hmm. I do think a lot of the music here feels organic. There's a lot of yeah. like, it feels like it was made in the studio. Like there's a lot of drum beats on here that mm-hmm. feel like real live drums. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that uh, stuff. There's a lot of guitar work on a yeah. lot of the tracks, which is really great. Um, and her voice fits just really well with these beats. And I think she has, uh, at least from what I listen to, she mm-hmm. has the same like kind of like pre- commanding presence as like mm-hmm. a Beyonce or Adele, where it's sort of like you know you listen to her, and and even if it's your first time, there just mm-hmm. is something kind of like. Like you just want to let her sing, like totally. It's it's and and it's not necessarily like over the top or powerful, but it just it it has this com- like commanding presence. Yeah, and she actually like on a lot of tracks, like especially the opening track and various others throughout the album, she kind of takes like this sort of conversational kind of vocal style mm-hmm. where it sort of just feels like she's like telling you something, but sort of like talk singing it. Um, sort of rapping, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Frank Ocean does that too, which is sort of where that comparison came from initially when I first listened to it. Um, but uh, I think that's really engaging, and I think like on the surface, like I said, like a lot of the album is sort of her talking about these like um romantic and sexual relationships that she's having, like in her twenties and kind of like figuring out what she wants out of life and what she wants out of a like romantic partner or whatever else. Um, and I think, like I said earlier, like that, that as a theme can Mm -hmm. feel very like simplistic or unimportant to a lot of people, but I do think that she taps into the 
real emotion yeah. and like kind of melancholy and sadness of of sort of like mm-hmm. bouncing around different men in her case and figuring out like what she wants and mm-hmm. and what this all is going to amount to um yeah and that's especially summed up in the last track which i the last track of the album which i feel like is really like devastatingly mm-hmm. uh poignant to me which is surprising because like that's one of the things i also wanted to touch on is like obviously i'm a dude and i'm white she's not um <laughs> like and 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 you know her like relationship history and and sexual history like completely like variant from my own but like there's still something that i found really like relatable listening to this sure um which in some respects caught me off guard and i really like mm-hmm. enjoy it for that yeah um I will say it's not a perfect record. I don't think that this is some masterpiece she put out like as her debut album. I think like the first like four or five tracks are pretty fantastic. And then it sort of kind of like starts meandering a little bit and then kind of comes into the focus by the end. Um, But as a debut album and as a showcase for what she's capable of and what she's probably going to do in the future, I think it's super great. Yeah. And and, and, and I would pay attention to her. And like, I think, I think like, some of the best mm. art is just the, like the stuff that's genuine and yeah. I, there's no shortage of that here. Yeah, absolutely. So SZA, uh, S-Z-A, mm-hmm. and the album is Control. Uh, I guess we should play like a little bit of a song. Yeah, I do, think, you have a, do you have a track in mind? Yeah, so I'll just play like what I think is probably the, the most like, the song that feels like should be on the radio. I don't really listen to the radio, so I don't know. Maybe it is, but uh, it's called Drew Barrymore. <laughs> For for I don't know why, although Drew Barrymore does make a cameo in the music video, which I watched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I, but again, I don't know why the song is called Drew Barrymore. But uh, it's it's got a great chorus, um, and it'll get stuck in your head, and we'll just play a bit of that now. Um. Your new friends and her mom jeans and her new vans And she's perfect and I hate it Oh, so glad you made it I'm so glad you could come back Somebody get the tacos Somebody spark the blood Let's start the narcos off at episode one Bring the gin, got the juice Bring the sin, got that too Won't you shut up? No, you're my favorite Am I woman for Outside, baby, yes Woman, I'm here That's my my two recommendations. One thing to watch, one thing to listen to. The the Scissor album will actually take you longer than the first thing. It'll yeah. probably take you like I don't know forty five minutes or however long it is. What's the best scenario to listen to this album? Oh, ugh, that's a good question. Like like I would say to, to to bring it back to my recommendation, I'd say like 
when you're having a bad day, it's good uh-huh. to listen to that power trip when you just need a little rage. Or I love it in the car. Yeah. Or like when you're biking, like when you just need a little like or running, like just a little bit of like like if you want an album that just like gets you pumped, like that's a good album. All right. Um, so Here, I I will say for the SZA album, I'll say if you're feeling introspective. Okay. But also not like lethargic. For those like <laughs> myself who do not know what lethargic means, like lazy, like you don't like. If you're feeling like you could still like kind of groove to something, okay. but you're also feeling kind of introspective about like like your, your brain's on your like like state of uh, like twenty <laughs> uh, something yeah. uh, confusion. Sure. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. Um. So for my second recommendation, I'm actually going to and rec- final and the final one for our first uh, uh, rec, rec room. room. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I am going to recommend a movie mm-hmm. and it is, and I am going to recommend it with the utmost scrutiny, the utmost, uh, go at your own whim. <laughs> I think I know what this is yes. and I'm so excited. Um, I am going to recommend the movie mother. Oh, yes. I, <clears throat> I think, and I, if you have not heard of this movie, um, essentially it is about, well, it, it stars Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem as a married couple who have this house. And basically, Jennifer Lawrence is uh, this very passive uh, female protagonist who is trying to fix up said house. And Javier Bardem is a is a is a poet. He's a very um, he's a very co- seemingly kind uh, man and husband. And things kind of go wrong when uh, two characters. Uh, enter their house. They're they're just basically uninvited guests and Javier Bardem's character. So he welcomes them in and it just kind of goes from there. Anyways, if you have not heard anything about this movie, uh, I I would actually recommend staying away from articles because there will be spoilers. Um, If you have, or if you have heard of this movie, you know it is a very divisive film. Um, It's from director Darren Aronofsky who did Black Swan famously. He also did Requiem for a Dream, which is probably his second most famous. He also did The Wrestler, which uh, yeah. I had forgotten. Um, Noah. <laughs> he did Noah? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so he has he has a very uh, controversial repertoire, which uh, should be unsurprising for this movie. Um, and I think, like, I, I, I went in knowing nothing about this movie. I watched it. It is not a movie that necessarily lets you turn your brain off. It is very, very um, confusing. It, it draws from a lot of algorithms. I, I'm i going to enter into spoiler, spoiler space in about a few seconds. Carefully. Carefully, yeah. I'm gonna, I think. I'm going to... <laughs> well, I'm just saying... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to preface this, uh, Darren and I both saw this movie with a bunch of people. It's probably my, I think maybe for you two, my favorite movie that I've seen this year. Definitely. Uh, definitely one that has stuck with me, like increasingly, like as the days have gone on since I've seen it, like it still doesn't leave me. Yeah. Um, uh, it is a hard movie to talk about, like without yes. like ruining things. Um, so I would, tread lightly i i know yes. you're smart and you know what you're doing you but. know actually since this is a recommendations corner i am going to try and make it spoiler free yeah um 
because I think since my enjoyment kind of came from not knowing much about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is the best way to see it is, yes. is knowing very, very little about it and also having a predilection for... Yes. Uh, experiencing crazy movies. Um, I I I will I will say yes. It is not for. I am recommending it again with the utmost scrutiny. Like it is not for everybody. There are things that I think that I was shown that <clears throat> still I still think about because they're things I've never seen on screen before, or they were shown in such a realistic way that I was kind of like, oh my word, this is this is impactful. It it really really is. Um, and it's a movie I've thought about a lot. It draws from again a lot of allegories, and uh, it's 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 making a lot of, it's saying a lot of things in this movie. And basically, why I love it is I walked out of it. Not only did I just enjoy it as a film, and I think it's really well done. The cinematography is great. The acting is amazing. The things that he pulls off, like yes. from a filmmaking standpoint, in this movie, yes, are incredible. Yep. The sound is great, which is something I, I rarely call out in a film is because I just don't notice sound very much. It just kind of washes over me because I just expect it out of a film. Like, yeah, there's pictures. There should be noise. And I think this one really made me go, OK, this is this is how sound can manipulate an audience. Yeah, um, I, I think Jennifer Lawrence's performance. Um, I will say I'm not the biggest like like. Jen head like I'm not the big like I'm not the biggest like Jennifer Lawrence Jen head yeah uh Juvian Juvian uh I I will say like I I think I think that some people just love her because it is her uh yeah yeah because of her off-screen persona yeah honestly more it, than anything it, she kind of yeah she has a charm and it's fine and like i i won't say like i don't fall for it but i i will say there are movies that she's been in where i'm just kind of like ah you're just this is a bad choice for you like this is not a good movie um but that's not my choice uh anyways i think this movie i think her role and her performance is oscar worthy i think that she should get the oscar um, it's a very quiet, passive, pensive performance. It's so good, and I, 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 I have a whole, like it's a, it is a game changer for me and and how I perceive her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the rest of the cast is great. Um, yeah, again, like it, the cinematography is so great, and I, I, yeah, for the sake of time, like I'm not just gonna keep rambling about how much uh-huh. I love this movie. I do think it's a masterpiece. Some people think it is. Uh, something that should be locked away in a vault <laughs> and never shown to anybody. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so I will say, like, it is a challenging film. And again, like, it is not for everybody. Like, like the way you go into this movie is important. And um, I think if you do watch it, your enjoyment will depend on your open mind and your willingness to engage in a conversation mm-hmm. afterwards. Because there are things that are brought up that are very upsetting to probably a lot of people. And, and, and yeah, again, like th- this, actually, this feels a lot like my second recommendation where it's like, uh, like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's brutal. You'll love it. You like, like the hard stuff. <laughs> no, can I? All right. Please. So I just want to like weigh in because Please. obviously I didn't, I, I didn't have an opinion on the metal album because I haven't listened to it, but I have seen this movie and I think it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Second to maybe this other film, A Ghost Story, which same here, yeah. Same <laughs> well, here. I guess yeah, we we share a lot of uh, similar tastes, so that mm-hmm. makes sense. But um, this movie, Mother, uh, by Darren Aronofsky, 
uh, upset me a lot. Like while watching it, like yeah. not not necessarily in its like thematic uh, stuff as much as just it's a very upsetting film to watch unfold in front of you. Uh, if that does not sound like something you want to endure, <laughs> that yeah. that's like a caveat. I would say, like uh, you know, because it's sort of like claustrophobic. Um, yeah, it's it's very. Um, it is it is it is a slow turning of a screw uh-huh. into your brain. Yeah, um, which I think is part of the magic of it, part uh-huh. of the uh, part of the appeal, actually. Um, and a lot of people think it's a horror movie, and it's really not. Like I, 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 yeah. I, I think it is definitely has elements of horror, though. But not more, not in the like jump out and scariest sense. No, but. but more it's like for me, like it is more like like psychodrama, psycho thriller. Yeah, yeah, psycho, uh, psycho, psycho. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> not the um, movie, but just. Uh, just to give it some comparisons, if you're a fan of Rosemary's Baby, if you know if you know that film. It's a lot like that. Um, if you're well, Darren Aronofsky, I've uh, I'm a I'm a big anime fan, and Aronofsky is too. And if you're a fan of the movie Perfect Blue, which I also recommend, that was actually going to be my original recommendation, but then I thought I would pull it back to something relevant. Um, that is, the, I mean, this movie, it's it's and and like I don't want, I also don't want people going into it thinking, and pardon my language, like I don't want people going into this movie thinking like, oh, it's gonna be such a mind fuck. Like, yeah, I also don't think it's like a Shutter Island or like a yeah, or you know, like oh, like oh, it's like Inception. Yeah, like, Inception was always the go to uh, like like movie like that Lord. for like like the I know. the um. I guess like uh, the crazy twists, like right, the, right, right, like oh, it's so confusing. Oh, it makes sense when you all talk these about it. Layers, oh man, <laughs> oh you gotta see it a fiftieth time to For get. For the it. record, I like Inception, but it's not a super complicated movie. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah, but when film bros kind of bring it up as this like like the pinnacle of confusing things, I'm right, like, right, 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 don't like you. Anyway, regardless, but, but, <laughs> these but, are separate uh, rants. The, uh, this movie is meant to have a conversation after, um, I, and I, and I, and I think it's really good. I think, um, just, I actually just kind of want to sell some of the allegories, like, uh, without giving spoilers away, like, I think it draws a lot on marriage, um, some abuse, um, some cosmic things, uh, origin, uh, it, has a, again it's drawing from a lot of things and you will love it you will you might hate it uh i think it is a masterpiece i think it is the true truest one of the truest definitions of art in the recent decade uh check it out mother i don't really want to play a clip right now anything, <laughs> no there's like, no real clips uh i and the other thing it's mother with an exclamation point you uh, have to say mother mother <laughs> mother <laughs> Yeah. Also, lowercase m, which is significant. It is, actually. Yeah. Found that out <laughs> later, but without spoilers, it's not relevant. <laughs> well, it's not, it's like not like overtly, overtly significant. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still. Yeah, it's, it, it has payoff. It was an intentional thing mm-hmm. to say, hey, the m in the title of this movie is a lowercase m. Yep. Anyway. Okay. So, four lovely recommendations. Two things you can watch. One, you can watch at home. One you can go to the theater and watch. Uh-huh. 
and then two things you can listen to, probably on Spotify, if that's a thing yep, you do. Spotify. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 or I, other, uh, streaming things, Apple music and other, uh, regardless mm-hmm. things. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think we're coming upon the end of the episode here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I normally ask the guests for plugs, but since it's just us, we're going <laughs> to plug this podcast, obviously. Um, yeah. And so, so this is 10 episodes in. If you are a regular listener, like you enjoy listening to us, actually tell somebody like, hey, either I know these people or I don't even know these people, but Mm -hmm. they're fun to listen to and, you know, you should check it out. Like, it's an enjoyable thing. Like, I don't know how you want to sell our podcast because we don't even know how to sell it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess if you're getting like you know, a little happiness and relief from whatever drudgery your life is. Again, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's what we do. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but- you dumbos. You, you. <laughs> we have called our audience dumb more times. Yeah, in this I think episode. they can take it, which is why yeah. I keep giving it to yeah, them. Yeah, this is how we know who a true listener is. Yeah, if you're not can- offended by that. Yeah. Um, Dumbo, come on, that's a lame insult anyway. Yeah, it's like a bully from middle school. Yeah, it's or a maybe. Disney movie from the 40s. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, I, but if, if you know somebody who's good at taking recommendations, or bad, if they like to be challenged. <laughs> yeah, if they like, like me. To, yeah, if they like to be challenged with their recommendations, um, if you feel the need, recommend us. Uh, we, love, we love the spread of our podcast, so mm-hmm. please help us do that. Um, I'm trying not to sound desperate. No, yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm happy with the listeners we have, and as long as they're consistent, like, I'll keep doing it, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to get more either. No. I mean, whoever wants to listen should listen. If we get a listener, a consistent listener, from Yemen, I'll be be happy. All right, I'll keep an eye on it. (laughs) Um, So anyways, uh, anything you would like to plug? You know... Just uh, at Alternative Kyle on Twitter. Okay. Try to tweet, but sometimes mm-hmm. I don't. And you primarily run the Scratch Track Twitter. Yeah, usually. I mean, for the most part, the Scratch Track Twitter is dedicated to sharing new episodes, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll play around with it too. Yeah. Or apologizing for. <laughs> yeah, or apologizing for dumb mistakes. <laughs> Um, well, cool. Uh, I, I plug my primary thing, which is my Instagram, which is at Darren Lammers, D-A-R-I-N-L-A-M-M-E-R-S. Um, and like to plug the scratch check Twitter again. Um, I will have a site up at some point. (laughs) Yeah. uh, At, uh, I can't wait for the day where we could plug the site. Yeah. That'll, that'll actually be cool. That's, that's where you'll be able to find everything. It'll be our hub. Mm -hmm. Um, hub, hub. Uh, anyways, um, I think that's it from us, so, uh, we will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Listen to our things and watch our things. Bye. (laughs) Bye.